This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good morning and welcome back to the Mike Smith Show. I'm Scott Shantz filling in and filling in for Keith Baldry is Bill Thielman. We're calling it Bill's Beat. He is a former Vancouver City Council candidate and a veteran political strategist and campaigner. Thanks so much for being here, Bill. My pleasure, Scott. Okay, we got to start with this. These, these, I hate, even hate the term. These Nazi stories, our government, <laughs> and these Nazi stories. Like I, it's laughable, it? but it's also not laughable. You know, tell us what's going on. Well, once again, we're finding out that Canada has honored uh, a Nazi who fought on the side of the Germans in World War II. This time, it was someone who uh, received the Order of Canada, of all things and uh, fought in the same uh, Waffen-SS battalion a group as uh, Yaroslav Hanka, the gentleman who uh, was saluted by all in Parliament, including President Zelensky of Ukraine, and then we found out he, he actually fought with the Germans during the Second World War. Um, so now we've got uh, another a gentleman who's uh, passed away, so it's not quite as, as live, but um, he was uh, he was ordered... Uh, you know, ordered the order, given the Order of Canada, gold and diamond jubilee medals. Um, it's kind of a crazy story again, and it really makes you wonder how many other people came to Canada, uh, Nazis, um, people who fought for the Nazis, uh, came to Canada after the war and were welcomed by Canada and disappeared into the into the ether of Canada and then uh, occasionally have popped up again like this. So I don't know. I, I, I'm... It, the Prime Minister Trudeau was under pressure to release parts of what was called the Duchenne Commission, which was done in the 80s, and it was an inquiry, independent inquiry, that looked at allegedly uh, alleged war and Nazi war criminals living in Canada. So uh, I think that not making it public at this point um, is kind of crazy. But <laughs> I mean, but the we'll thing see. is, what if he makes it public and we find out that like half of those people are Nazis? I mean, th- what a mess. I mean, this is oh. like it's go- it's going from bad to worse now, you know, and it just I don't understand how. And I think this is a lot of people's sentiment. It's like, just do your research. You know, how is this a thing that gets missed unless it's intentional, which I definitely don't want to believe that it's intentional. But like, how does something like this egregious just fly under the radar and people not think that like, I I think that if anything, it's a lesson to me that like rest assured that the truth will find you out, you know, in circumstances like this, we should all take that away. Right. Well, yeah. And, you know, also, I mean, again, this was Governor General Mary Simon who announced it on behalf of uh, Reed. Hall, which does the Order of Canada. Uh, Peter Saverin was the, the gentleman's name. Uh, he was also a former chancellor of the University of Alberta. And, and, and like he served in the same Nancy unit as, as Yaroslav Hunka, who has just caused all the kerfuffle in the House of Commons. So, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you could argue, I guess, maybe that was pre-Google. These days, pre-Google, he was, um, okay, yeah. he was you know, prime, former Prime Minister Brian Mulroney, um, uh, struck this commission, this Duchenne commission, to look at it in 1986. So, you know, but still, uh, there still was research before Google. 
<laughs> you know, there was. Yep, there absolutely was. Um, okay, let's talk about this. Manitoba cabinet minister is denouncing her own party's campaign ads for refusing to search a landfill for missing Indigenous women. And for her party's hard right turn, I mean, the the refusing to search the landfill, like that's a, that's a massive issue. But I want to sort of zero in on this idea of e- even people within their own party are sort of acknowledging that some of our parties are are going too far, too far one side. And I think it's happening on the left as well. That there are people in on on the left of the spectrum who think that some of their party the party is going too far left. But in this case she's like thinking I'm I'm in this party but we're going too far to the right. Yeah, that's that's correct. And you know, it kind of um it kind of has this echo here in BC, Scott, because we've seen uh, John Rust uh, right. and Bruce Bandman leave the uh, BC United formerly the BC Liberals. Uh, to form uh, a BC Conservative caucus, and first question: Well, we got to get rid of Soji, the uh, uh, education on gender identity stuff. Um, this cabinet minister in Manitoba, longtime cabinet minister uh, Rachel Squires, she uh, she lost her seat in this election, and she just stopped doing events after. Uh, you can argue, uh, and I say this very carefully. You can argue about whether you should spend millions of dollars searching a landfill to look for. Uh, uh, two indigenous women who appear to have been murdered and, and possibly buried there. That, you can have an argument about that, but the Conservative Party in Manitoba took out ads. They took out ads saying we're not going to do it. Right. But, you know, it was just totally insensitive. And so after she saw the ads and heard what there was going on, she said she didn't do any more news conferences, she didn't do any more stuff with the official party campaign. She just did her own campaigning and her writing. Um, she has denounced them. Their their previous campaign manager for the last two elections before this denounced them. It's a it's a crazy situation. But you know, Kevin Falcon threw John Rusted out of the yeah. Liberal Party at the time when he became the leader. And you can see this dynamic tension that's going on, where there is a hard right constituency in uh, not just in BC or Manitoba. In the United States, we see a lot of this, and it's going to be a real tension for. Every party, centrist, center-right party, to try and keep the keep the big tent together. Yeah, and I think maybe, and this is just sort of my anecdotal thought here, but is th- does this suggest that? And I'm sure that there is. There's actually a lot more diverse political views across our country than is represented. You know, it's sort of like, hey, you either vote liberal or you vote NDP or you vote conservative. Mm-hmm. And and that that person represents you. But the reality is that, you know, Canadians, we're a lot more diverse than that. And just because I agree with my party on this thing doesn't necessarily mean that I agree with my party on that thing. And perhaps, you know, the issue is uh, there's a system. And like, like I know for me right now, I don't actually feel like there's a political party that represents me. You know, 41-year-old white male living in Vancouver and I don't have a party. You know, like it just it, – the thing is it just feels so fractured, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, and we do have a lot of people who don't vote as well, obviously. But I think, Scott, the the, the interesting piece to me uh, – and, you know, I'm, my background is political science um, – Parties are brokerages, basically. They are hmm. coalitions of different interests. And, you know, the NDP is, has, traditionally has been labor and environment, but then environment kind of split off into the Green Party. And, um, you know, on the right-hand side, there's fiscal conservatives and there's social conservatives. And the social conservatives are the ones who are, are bailing out of right-wing parties. So it, it's an interesting and challenging situation for leaders and party structures because you kind of you want to bring different groups together on, behind one banner because it's much easier to run and win an election uh, with that kind of a setup. 
I mean, we've seen in Europe what happens when you have proportional representation, which which I've opposed three times successfully in referenda. If you get 5% of the vote, or even less in some countries, you get people elected, but you also get neo-Nazis elected. <laughs> that's, right. That's, so, you know, it's a, and, and you get far-right uh, Christian groups, and you get to far-left, uh, you know, communists and others elected, and then you've got to try and put it all together in a, in a legislature or a parliament. So uh, there, there's no easy answer, but I think it's just fascinating to see the rocks kind of turned oh, over. Sure. What's, what's squiggling out over, uh, with an order of Canada, uh, or honors in parliament. Parliament. Talking with Bill Thielman, we've been sort of talking about uh, some political divisions. I was saying how I don't really feel like there's a party that represents me. We were talking about how in Manitoba, uh, a, a party member has sort of denounced her party's sort of far-right shift, and we're sort of seeing these fractures. And, you know, I love the point that you made, Bill, that, you know, parties are brokerages, and, you know, they represent certain things, and, you know, that's kind of the it's a system that we have. Uh, Rob in Saskatoon is calling at 604-280-9898. Hey, hey, how you do? Yeah, I was in Chilliwack yesterday. Now I'm in Saskatoon. Wow, dude, but, that's uh, a long it, drive. Hey, it, yeah, it is. It is. I come out with my buddy, but... But uh, hey, Scott, you know what, what I said yesterday about the Soji thing. You know that that isn't that is an issue that people are going to have to you know they're going to have to delve into that and make their decision at the ballot box. But what I feel right up front is the NDP. Sure, they're up in the polls, but the fact of the matter is the Conservatives are creeping up. And I told you I was NDP, and now now I do vote. I, will, I am a member of the British Columbia Conservative Party. But there's some major issues that the NDP have, and that's public safety. It's one is one of the elephants in the room, as far as I'm concerned. I see that guy yesterday was released again. Now the NDP are going to have to explain to voters. Uh, you know, you towed the line for six years on catch and release. We've seen what happened with that. Another huge issue is the carbon tax. Uh, they, you know, they railed against it when the BC Liberals, now the United, introduced it. Oh, it's going to hurt families. It's going to hurt families. What has the NDP done? All they've done is up it. It's a tax grab of 2.9 billion i believe now is what they're raking in on this do we see greenhouse gases going down no it's nothing more than a tax so election time david eb and his and his crew there they're going to have to explain to the voters of british columbia that's what i feel okay thanks so much for the call rob bill you want to comment on that uh, yeah, well, it's amazing. Amazing, you can get on the show twice and from two different locations. <laughs> we'll talk to anyone, man. We'll talk, we'll to, talk anyone. to anybody. <laughs> yeah, we're the replacements here. Uh, anyway, look, uh, a lot of this is federal in terms of uh, the, the, how the judicial system works, etc. And I, I think there's some things that BC can do and is trying to do. They've asked for bail reform, but I share the frustration. And look, I was against the carbon tax when the BC Liberals brought it in, so I, I hear him on that. I don't still don't think it's been terribly effective. I think there's better ways we can do climate change okay let's dive into the gold bar thing because this to me is so interesting i've seen this quite a few places and a lot of people are sort of commenting on it costco is now selling gold bars like you can buy a bar of gold and to me the only reason that people are actually interested in this is there's some sort of uh and i don't want to call it a conspiracy theory or something but that like the dollar is ultimately going to be devalued to the point that gold becomes a new standard is that is that what this is, Bill? Yeah, it's kind of crazy, Scott. And you know, um, I looked into this a little further because I was curious about it. 
Uh, guess how much gold has gone up in the last three years? Zero percent. Oh, really? I was going to guess huge. There has, been okay. no increase, there has been no increase in gold. Now, I'm a, uh, you may not know this, and some of your listeners might. I'm a wine guy. Wine, fine wine, has gone up 14% a year over the last 10 years, 149% over the last 10 years. So we're talking about the best French wines, Italian wines, etc. So you'd be better off buying wine. You might might need to drink it in a depression or something than you would be buying gold. Totally. You can't eat or drink. But I think there's a kind of a survivalist mentality with some folks who think, well, if I have a gold bar, you know, I've, I've watched, uh, you know, uh, the end of us or the rest Last of us, of or us zombie yeah, apocalypse yeah. or the walking dead. So if I have a gold bar, I'll, I'll survive the coming recession, yeah, depression, right? Armageddon, whatever it is. It's kind of an interesting idea. I mean, you know, you're not going to lose tons of money on it, but gold does go up and down. Yeah, of course. And I also just, I sort of think, you know, I get that the system that we have, like currency and what it's all, you know, is it backed by anything or whatever? It only has value because we assign it value. But what good is a gold bar? Like if yeah. the world if the world <laughs> falls apart, you've just got a brick. All it is is a brick. You know, yeah, it's just yeah, you, if you, the, you, where are you going to take it to cash it in? You yeah, know, exactly. I don't, I, no, I mean, all you can do is use it to defend yourself. A heavy sure. gold brick. I yeah, suppose. Really, it's a, it doesn't make you're right. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, there's diamonds as well, and they're not. They don't really, uh, you know, again, appreciate in value. So I think it's just, uh, you know, a little bit strange. And I think the Costco pieces, I think, just because people say, hey, I can get it at Costco. It's a lot less complicated than going to a gold bullion exchange or or an established bank if you can just go to Costco and get it. But I think I for a lot of people, I won't be lining up. Yeah, no, one. same. I think for a lot of people, the Costco thing legitimizes it, you know, because yeah, Costco, we've talked sure. about it a lot, how it's a brand that we trust and, you know, they do the right thing by their employees. And, you know, they're it's a great it's a great company. We all love Costco. But there's something also maybe it's like a vanity thing about yeah. having like a gold, a gold bar. I don't even know how much they cost or if they have them in different sizes or anything. That's how, like, uninterested I am in it. Well, well, Scott, I can fill you in a one out. 24 karat gold bar on sale at Costco is two thousand six hundred and seventy nine ninety nine per per piece per and, ounce. And so. you just like put it in your cart and walk out. <laughs> it just the whole thing the case, to me is but, so is so yeah. random. Well, but you know the other thing is uh, people like yourself. You were talking about your housing situation. Other people can't buy a house. You can buy a gold bar. Yeah, you know there is there is that, and I suppose that maybe there is a time coming when that that will be the thing. I don't see that. It's uh, same as you. It's not where I would where I would choose to put my money, but hey, it's there. So if you want to buy a gold bar, you can buy them at Costco for two thousand and change. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Bill. It's always a pleasure talking to you, man. I've really enjoyed this, and uh, we'll talk again tomorrow. Okay. Nothing like solid gold hits on CKNW. You got it, my man. <laughs> 